What's going on, everybody? My name is Ian Martini, and you are listening once again to the Martini Cast through your beautiful speakers and our headphones. And I'm sorry you've made it this far. Alongside me today, again, Mr. Benjamin Kuntz. Back again for more, because he's just for more. back for more. So, last time we were talking about your worst uh, first date was right after like Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah and yeah. all that. Um, so now I believe Hanukkah starts tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it does. Um, want to give a shout out to all of our all of our our friends of of the Jewish persuasion uh, who are celebrating Hanukkah, Hanukkah this week, right? As as Jewish people are wont to do. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, neither Ben nor I celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, neither of us celebrate Hanukkah. But you know what's really cool? Um, if you drive down Route 70, there's mm-hmm. a shopping plaza once you get more towards where I live. Right. On the left, and they have a giant menorah in the oh, middle. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Have I, you seen this? Yeah. I drove by it the other day. Yeah, that's really cool. It's really cool because what they'll do is they'll, they'll light it up for each night of Hanukkah. And when I when I first moved up here, I'm like... I've never seen anything like that before. That's the smallest synagogue I've ever seen. It's the smallest synagogue. No, it's, it's just in the middle of a parking lot. I was like, I didn't <laughs> exactly. know. Exactly. like I didn't know people had synagogue in the middle of. Yeah, I mean, more power to them. Of a cold. strip mall's parking lot. Hey. That's cool. But since we can't really speak on this issue, I figured we would go along and talk about whatever weird traditions our own families might have for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was telling you before uh, <laughs> on Saturday, I was watching. Well, do we want to give the shout out to our to our our our, our named Jewish friends? Go right ahead. Uh, give a shout out to uh, Beth Indyke, Andrew Ed Shapiro, Shapiro, and uh, we named a third person when we were talking about it. Oh, Farkas. Farkas. Greg Farkas. How can we forget about Greg Farkas down in uh, and yeah, Texas? Yeah. Shout out. Have a happy Hanukkah, guys. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Um, so, Christmas. Christmas. Ah, uh, uh, that so, other holiday. That other holiday. Um. So I was talking to you before we uh, decided to start recording about the CBS lineup of old Christmas animated shows. Oh, God. With, uh, like, Frosty Returns, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph <laughs> the Redneck. Frosty Returns, the Frostening. The Frostening. Um, so, and, and I told you, as I was watching this, many of you at home may be listening to this and think I'm making it up, but we actually found it online. It's real. There's a portion in Frosty Returns, and I, I don't know if maybe they made this in 92. I don't know if this was a thing in 92, but the kids come inside, and they're standing there talking to each other, and, and the little boy walks into his sister and says, hey, do you want to go outside and like play in the snow? And the girl's like, no, I didn't get invited. And the boy's like, you want to go build a fertility goddess? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> right, right, because obviously... Because yeah. obviously when I want to go outside and you know build something it's fertility goddess is the first thing that comes That's to my, my mind thought. well it, it walks that awesome line of like a sm- it was probably some writer who thought that was a really clever joke and he wrote it for all the adults watching the movie and, and that it's just like yeah. what and then it's what? just like wait what like that's not even funny that's just why is this in a kid's show yeah i was i was like i told you before i was watching this with my mom and we're sitting there because we're getting ready to turn on something else because frosty returns is like the worst movie I think it got, like I said, like a 17% tops, I want to right, say. Right, which you know you're dealing with an exclusive class of And movie. this was also including the fact that John Goodman was the voice of Frosty the Snowman oh my, in this. Are you kidding no, me? No, this is for real. <laughs> That's a real thing? That's real. He was the voice of Frosty the Snowman in Frosty Returns. We might have to finish that when we're done recording here. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
so if you want to find yourself some uh, a good laugh, oh, like I was saying, so I was watching it with my mom, and you know the the power of DVR. We're watching it, and I'm off doing something else, like, and I hear it in the background, and I look to my mom, I was like, "Did did you hear that?" And she's like, "What?" I was like, "Hang on." <laughs> so I <laughs> I rewind the TV, I I rewind it, get right back to the part, and I cranked up the audio on it, and she's like, "What the." <laughs> what? What is this? So I had to rewind it again because my stepdad was in the basement. He comes back up, and all I do is I turn it up. I was like, "Just listen to this." And he's looking at the TV. I play back the three seconds. He he listens to the the dialogue, looks at me, and just walks out of the room. You know what? You know what this reminds me of? Uh, this reminds me, and I'm I'm really like I I don't remember this very well, but I know I was in elementary school. Um, and we had like a half day before a holiday or it was, I know it was warm out. I remember it being like warm and sunny cause like they had all the windows in the classroom open and we, uh, the, the teacher just showed a movie for our art class instead of actually, you know, teaching anything. And so they showed us this like medieval fantasy movie yeah. and it involved a knight who had to, he had to do something related to magic to save a princess. He had to go find something or, or create something. And there's a scene in the movie where he becomes entangled with this living tree. And the tree, at one point, attempts to attack him and accost him. And it transforms from this, like, dainty tree-shaped like woman into this, like, massive, voluptuous, burlesque figure with, like, <laughs> full breasts and huge hips. And at one point, he's just caught in between her breasts. And this is they're showing this to... At minimum, like fifth grader, you know, at the most fifth graders, and I just remember all of the teachers in the room. I guess none of them had actually watched the movie because that scene came on, and like three people just started scrambling for the VCR and like trying to like fast forward it and find the remote and all this thing. And I just remember that all the kids in class who knew what was going on were like snickering about it, and all the people, you know, all the nerd kids like me were just sitting there, just like, "What was that? I don't get it." <laughs> So shout out to 90, 1990s teaching standards and video video movie. Yeah, things. so that's like um, if you've never uh, you, you've seen SpongeBob, obviously, of course. So almost everything in that has some sort of. Well, yeah. I I won't forget though going to see um the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and at the very end of the movie, they do the uh the whole I want to rock thing with I, I have not seen this movie you, oh my god and you're looking at me right now like i should jump in and like support what you're saying but you are on your own sir so all right so basically spoilers this movie's been out since like 08 so at yeah, this point i think yeah. the statue of limitations <laughs> on spoilers is gone um so at the end of the movie uh they have these chum bucket helmets on which basically is is controlling the entire town of bikini bottom which right. in itself is right. an innuendo right of course um but what happens is they use the power of rock and roll to blast all these Righteous. buckets off these people's heads. And, like, SpongeBob's dressed in this huge, like, robe with a wizard's hat on. Right, and yeah. stuff like that. But it gets to this point in, in I Want to Rock, but they actually called it Goofy Goober Rock in the movie. So, ah, well, I, yeah, they, you know, D. They, Snyder. They, they duck the copyright on that one. No, I'm pretty sure D. Snyder probably read it and it's like, yeah, this will probably be cool. Yeah. So they get to a point in the song um, where they're they're going through all this stuff, 
and the song's playing and you just see Patrick and he's like probably like 30 feet high like they animated him like really big wearing fishnets and these really long oh hell hell yeah and he's dancing like a freaking stripper in the movie of course of course because it's spongebob so it gets you know they go through the whole song and everything else and spongebob's hanging by uh like suspended from a rope like from the ceiling not like hanging but like <laughs> they, no they didn't you're telling me they didn't hang spongebob in the middle how do of you movie. hang a sponge I, how does a sponge do anything that goes on in that show pray tell please also you know they did have a campfire underground which hey well, I mean, we're, we're, we're straying from the we're point. straying from the point anyway so he's hanging from the ceiling from the rope and at the very end of the song they continued on with the fact that he was wearing these fishnets and was really tall Walks over, still in the fishnets. He's like, I'll get him. And it goes over there. Pulls Spongebob down. And, uh, yeah, it's just like that <laughs> animation, man. And then if you look back at other cartoons from, from that area, like um, Rocco's Modern Life. Yes. Rocco worked for a sex hotline. Uh, a sex hotline, which I, which just terrifies me because I used to watch that show all the time. And I also used to watch I – to, I used to wake up – uh, early in the morning, and Dragon Ball, the the anime classic, would always be on TV. Oh, I think we watched this last night. Yeah, with that one of the clips where. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 I mean, I'm sure anyone who's watched anything related to Dragon Ball is very aware of it. But there's a ton of innuendo in it, and there's you know there's literally scenes of like Bulma, the main female character, just like you know showing off her ass or whatever you know or other things just to get what she wants and. You know, the American versions were very heavily edited, so I, I can only imagine, you know, I can't even begin to think about what was actually shown. <laughs> well, it makes you think, like, what, where in Japan is it marketed towards? Was it not marketed to kids in Japan, or is this just something that's just widely accepted across I Japan? I mean, I know anime in Japan has a very wide, like, I know if you're if you're an older person in Japan who's into anime, I think you're looked at kind of oddly, but not so oddly that you're, like, not any weirder, I think, than we would look at someone, you know, older yeah. who's in anime. Um, I don't really know, though. I mean, if, if anyone knows more about this, I'd actually be very interested to learn about it. Yeah. I mean, somebody out there that's yeah. listening to this may know. Yeah. All of our not. listeners All out of there. All our listeners out there. Once All we shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, animation, man. Yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. So we'll move back to what the original topic was. Christmas traditions. Christmas traditions. So do you have anything that your family does uh, that's you think is unique to the Kuntz family? Um, we do one thing, and it's unique. It, it's I've been told it's more adorable than anything. I just think it's. I mean, I, yeah, it's pretty adorable. Do you take a Christmas photo and matching Christmas sweaters? No, oh, no, God, no. Darn. Uh, my family taking pictures together. Dear God. Um, no, no, our Christmas tradition, and it's not like a big overstated thing, but uh, anyone who's familiar with the Polar Express book, and don't talk to me about the Deadeye movie. Um, what? You mean Tom Hanks? Yeah, Tom Hanks. The with movie? His, with his Crypt Keeper eyes. Um, in the book, and I'm sure in the movie too, the uh, the main character gets a bell off of Santa's sleigh, and that's his gift. That's, right, yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've read the book. Yeah, okay, yeah, so you've read the book. It's an easy read. Um, and so every year for Christmas, my mother leaves a uh, a toy bell in my stocking because when I was younger, we would always, and even to this day, I think, we either watch the Polar Express or we read the book um, on Christmas Eve. Aww. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, so I guess we can move on to a what my family does so martini family tradition the martini family tradition well it was always strange as a kid um because 
with my parents being divorced, I would spend Christmas right. Eve at every other year with my mom. Oh, okay. And then the other times I would be with my dad. So it was um the traditions varied a little bit, but for the most part, you know, it was pretty consistent. Um every year my family does a Christmas Eve party on my dad's side. So that entire side of the family gets together. We have a big shindig usually at my nana's house. Oh man. Is it officially a shindig? Oh yeah. Oh man. There's more than four people. I think oh. that's what qualifies yeah, as a I shindig. Think that actually, is the quali- I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Um, but no, the the whole family gets together because my dad's side of the family is pretty small. He mm-hmm. has a uh, two brothers and then just their kids, which are my cousins, right? And uh, and my nana, and uh, we all get together. We exchange gifts and whatever else. Um, recently, it's involved more drinking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As now that I mean. now that we have all gotten old enough, and my grandmother is getting to an age where she actually wanted to drink Kahlua the last time I was at her house at oh. like eleven o'clock in the morning. Turn up, Grandma Martini. Yeah, she's also on, like, six different pills that should probably not be combined with alcohol. But YOLO, whatever, YOLO yeah, ones, mean, right? Hey, man, you've made it that far. It's like, who the hell cares? Who cares? Uh, and then last year, um, you know, as I got old enough, I usually s- stay with my dad for the party, and then I'll go back to my mom's. And then during the day, I head back to my dad's as I've gotten older. Right. And uh, when I'm at my mom's, we'll go and uh, have breakfast with my grandparents from that side. And it used to be when we were kids, um, we would read the night before Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a book, and I it, I have it somewhere because it's an heirloom right. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because it would happen for so long. Uh, but then we get up. My grandparents would come over. They would eat breakfast after we have our presents and everything else. Um, and then last year it was pretty funny because oh, a- yeah. as I have told you before, I live in my parents live in the back ass country of oh yeah of south jersey the the pencil tucky of, of south jersey if, if those of you even know what that <laughs> term is um so my uncle from virginia comes up and i've told you stories about this he is basically ron white cigar smoking bourbon drinking no excuse me whiskey drinking for him i was say yeah come on don't insult him. you know gun gun toting in other words a normal citizen of the state of virginia yeah you know right, exactly um so he comes up and he brings this big like uh, four-wheel vehicle that's got this whole covered like not e- not even an atv or a car just a four-wheeled vehicle it's a four <laughs> i don't know how to explain it it's like a four-wheeled vehicle it has a cab on it and it has heat in it oh, so God. you can like sustain yourself in this thing because it has heat so my sister lives down the street from my mom and as you know my nephew was born last year right so he's like all right I ain't got nothing going on. So he's like, you want to take this thing out for a spin? And he was like, sure. So we take it down my driveway, which is pretty long. And he's like, all right, take this up to your sister's house. I'm like, we're going to take it on the road. He's like, yeah, why not? <laughs> all right. Traffic we laws drive, be damned. Traffic laws be damned. We take this thing all the way up to my sister's house, which is probably like a mile at least. Take it all the way up there. And we go and we're talking to my sister and my, my brother-in-law. And then uh, he picks up my nephew and he's like, all right, we're taking him back. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. My sister's like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> He's like, nah, he'll be fine. He'll and then, be fine in our in our in our four wheeled vehicle. And uh, my brother in law's like, no, you know what? It's fine. It gives us like 15 minutes, you know, for us to get ready to come down there or whatever else. So, so we they get them all bundled up. We put them in this vehicle, and my uncle's holding. I'm driving down the road with almost. my my nephew who is only four months old at this point. Almost, you could say. So. Uh, that's just on my dad's side. Like I said, we would go to my grandmother's house and we would do the exchange right. gifts. And then that morning, uh, I would head over to his house, and um, we would hang out. And recently, 
I would meet up with that side of the family again. He has a big, like, open house during the day, and he just buys a shit ton of food. Not bad. And then everybody just shows up and eats. We hang out. Um, and it's it's really cool. It's just it's fun. And then, you know, having a parent's divorce, right. two Christmases. Two Christmases, baby. <laughs> uh, it's not as great as it sounds. No, I'm nah, kidding. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can't no, it, it did. You make bank every once in a while. It's, <laughs> it's great. You make bank. You make hey, bank. Man, I mean, if the, if the juice is worth the squeeze, right? <laughs> I guess. I guess. I've never heard that before, but all right. <laughs> um, so we're running out of time here. So I do want to say that uh, this Sunday – this you Sunday, I, I am having my Improv 101 final show. I don't even really know. Final show, I guess, which we've never had a show, so why we're calling it the final It's kind of – well, it's, it's like your final, final for the class. Our final yeah. for the class, our show. So Okay. It's not the last show we're doing, but the only show. Right. Uh, yeah, it's going to be at the Fit Improv Theater in Philadelphia. Um, if you if anyone's listening and wants to come, I you know just reach out to me on social media You know, with my massive social following now. Uh, yeah, just reach out <laughs> yeah. to me and I'll send you the details because I actually need to clear up the details with my Yeah, teacher. so originally you said it was at 11, but we have reason to believe it might have yeah, changed. Yeah, looking at the Facebook group, it looks like that may not be the case. So okay, that's I, fine. I definitely need to get it. So if you need to reach out to, to Ben or uh, just comment underneath of this, I'll be in contact with yeah. Ben, however many people actually or listen to this. look at my other social pages on Instagram, and that's 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 it. That's it. He's at, at Big Guy Fitness. 12. 12. F12. F- at Big Guy Fitness F12. Yeah. And uh, I am at Ian Martini 511 on both <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. Shameless get, plugs in there. Gotta get the social media. Gotta get the social media in. Um, that being said, the site's done. Oh, yeah. We have a website. We have a website. It's uh, martinicast.myfreesites.net. Dot because I did not buy the domain yet because we have a big announcement we, oh, yeah, for. We, oh, we have, a, we have a big announcement marinating. We have a big announcement marinating for the uh, the beginning of next year. Um, so that'll be that'll be great. Um, and we're also in the talks of doing a live New Year's broadcast. Are, are we in talks or have we just suggested that to each other and need to actually ask the person who. Um, more to come. <laughs> more to come. Um, but that's it. Uh, that's it for this week. Ben, thank you for joining me again on this journey. Like I said, you're going to be here every week now. So that's going to be here every week. Co-host? Yeah, you're officially a co-host on here. So that's it. Have a great week, everybody. Try not to do anything too stupid. Yeah. Not too